I listened to when I first heard Dick Down in Dallas, I was like, yo, this is some writing that you don't hear like usually in country music. And yeah. then I dove in and, you know, got into I even listened to the whole uh, self-titled 2013. Oh, yeah. Country boy crazy. <laughs> we love that shit. Hey, it's coming back, baby. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. Grab the KY and get yourself ready. You got some slide to do. What's up, guys and girls? This is my podcast, DM Monday, and I'm Trey Lewis. Thank y'all for being here. It's been too long, guys. It has. It's been a while. Forgot what y'all looked like. I missed you, Bonner. Yeah, yeah you haven't been on the road with us. Nope. Got another month off. Got, got fired. <laughs> got fucking fired. Got to find another gig. If you're hiring yeah. out there, I'm available. Uh, you, you will. You take any gig, right? Uh, dude, I'll take fucking anything. I don't know why. You're making plenty of money. I don't know. I mean... Not entirely. I mean, you got the you got the daytime job. Yeah, can't shoot content during the day. No, I went to Maine in a minivan, twenty three hours. Yeah, how That's, miserable is that? Dude, I was so high I didn't know I was in a minivan. <laughs> Where in the minivan were you? So were it's you like sitting? one seat here, one guy there, me here, fucking all of our shit, drum kit, PA. Did you bring everything. your uh, your face covering? Oh yeah, face dude. mask and neck pillow. Yeah. That's the first great. night I slept on a window seal, like right above the air conditioning unit in the hotel. And then the next night we were in a cabin that had nine bedrooms. I slept in a California king bed. At least, like, at least you didn't drive with a neck pillow on like uh, some people we know. Yeah. Sorry, Corinthian. <laughs> uh, we went to, uh, we did a Kid Rock show and uh, where were we when the hooligans were with us? Oh, geez. Um, uh, oh, that was uh, Indiana. Indiana. And we, they had a runner, me and Alex. And was it you? <coughs> no, me, Alex, and Mitch went and played disc golf. That's dope. By the way, I've got a story for you on that. But um, we went and played disc golf. And the runner was like, he was driving the car. He was like running over cones. And guess, <laughs> and guess, he was just like super spazzed out. Guess what he was wearing? A neck pillow. What? Yeah, when I when I saw him pull up and Alex get you guys, like, I was like PTSD, Alex. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the fuck is he? I wore one Dawson drove one time, and he's yeah. like, "It's your what's the thing the NASCAR drivers wear?" Um, I, he uh, knows the term. He's like, "Yeah, that's fire, your fire suit." No, nah, it's like they wear some kind of neck brace. Oh, like, it's like a harness. I yeah. forgot what it's called. Like, that's your whatever. I'm like, uh, Heinz device. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, but me, and Mitch, and Alex went and played uh, at um, uh, Ethan, Ethan, Ethan Page, Ethan Page. And Mitch, it was his second time playing, and he beat me. Fuck. Yeah. I, was I did hear you said, man, fuck, I'm playing like Bonner. Yeah. Yeah, I was playing terrible. Um, Paul McBeth hooked me up with a badass disc golf Dude, bag. That thing looks crispy. And Adam Hamas, I think that's how you say his last name. Hams or Hamas. I don't know. Anyways, he sent me a bunch of free discs and shit. How does Adams. Alex feel about this? Dude, he's so jealous. He, he was like, dude, this was the equivalent to like if you had a, if I had a hit song, you know? Yeah. So like, or if he got a bunch of free fishing shit. Yeah. Basically. Basically. More discs for me. From which, which I did get a bunch of free fishing shit. <laughs> shout out to favorite fishing. <laughs> shout out to favorite fishing. They hooked me up. 
Um, I met Winston. He came out to Kid Rock show in what Chicago, St. Louis, St. Louis, and um, and then when we went on the road this past weekend, we had a bus run, did a writers retreat with Adam Craig, John Pierce, and Mac McVie. We wrote some bangers, which I will send y'all all those Please tomorrow. Do. Yeah, um, we went fishing with Wicked Tuna, Paul from Wicked Tuna, that's the, badass, the Wicked Pisser. Yeah, that's we didn't awesome. catch anything, but it was a good time. We saw some whales and. You know, whatever. Hell yeah, that's good awesome. Time. Yeah, it was it was a really good time. I was gonna say I I can lose more of your discs now that I know that you're, that you're getting them for free. Hey, yeah, me and Burrell, <laughs> I, I made Burrell like I could tell like every time me and Burrell went and played disc golf, he was like ready to leave as soon as we got there. They make those like sticks you can like fish it out with. Yeah, I need to get one. Of yeah, those. we uh, and just make Burrell carry the stick. Well, so the whole one was like straight ahead, right? Mm. And then right next to it was like just this long creek. You know, with that mud that looks like if you step into it, you go like five foot down. Mm. And I was like, yeah, Brill, just try to throw it over there because it's going to curve. And I gave him my saw. So I was thinking, you know, it would just go straight. He throws it and just. I don't know if you remember this, but the first time I used to say, man, I got this saw. So throw it. I threw it. I threw it into that water park and then I climbed the fence and got it. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, fuck, the gate was open. I could have just walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, at uh, Two Rivers. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably weirding people out talking about disc golf. But if you haven't tried it, you should try it. It's really fun. I played um, 36 holes by myself yesterday morning. That's awesome. Did good. I was like negative one. That's solid. Yeah. Y'all did a full band uh, arena show with Brantley Gilbert, too. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. That was a blast. Um, Y'all were at the Ford Center second time. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. I was really surprised of how many people like knew my songs. Yeah, you know, and That's how much awesome. merch we sold. Oh, we mean. sold a shit. To, we sold a, a good, good chunk of merch. We record, def- right? <laughs> we made a hit a record. We hit a record, and we did. Uh, we did over a dollar a head. Damn. You know what? Burrell didn't sell it, so you still hold the title. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Fuck you, Burrell. I never no. sold anything in my life. Yeah, yeah. you guys. You and Bonner guys, stepped up. To you the guys play. played a great show, and our our boys got introduced to Wild Greg's uh, girlfriend and had a really, really, really uh, good night. I saw you went to the dentist this morning. I did. That is my least favorite place in the world to go. Yeah, I love the dentist. I fucking, be cleaning your shit. Did he send you that Snapchat? Yeah, I couldn't watch it. I was like, this is disgusting. I felt like how McAway must have felt last night talking at Live Oak. I just didn't. How McAway sounds when he's drunk yeah, every time. Or, or what he sounds when he's slightly He comes up buzzed. and he's like, he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. Um, McAway was giving me business plans ideas last night <laughs> dude mcelwain last night why, oh, i regret inviting you here now <laughs> is that why our uh, stats went up today on social I media i know how to gamble i know how to make a post McElwain, you don't know this but when me and uh me and uh alex were in the casino uh a while back me and you went but the week before You're we, in went, we were in pittsburgh when we were in pittsburgh kid rock we went to the casino afterwards and uh we were like saying if you were there and you were drunk that you would be on the <laughs> on the machine going, I know that if you win something, it's good. <laughs> Captain Obvious. Doing McElwain impressions. Hey, McElwain came up to kickball today. I know today. how to gamble. Yeah, we, we finally got to play kickball again today. Yeah, how was that? Didn't I know didn't if we'd go. be able to squeeze it in. I didn't think we were going to squeeze it in, but we did. McElwain came. I really enjoyed his presence. I'm sorry I was mean to you. McElwain dropped the ball about four or five times. Dude, that first kick McElwain kicked, I was like, fuck, I it's, don't have this. It's deceiving, isn't it, McElwain? Yeah, that ball carries like a mother. Like, it, like 
I got like thought I'm under it, and then next thing I know, it was ten feet behind me. Dude, that one you kicked, I was like, I don't got this, and it just fell into my arms. Did, did Big Dick Todd show up? Fuck yeah, oh, yeah. biggest dick in Nashville. <laughs> was he was he pitching? He was, yeah. except for when Terry's in town. Yeah, you know, obviously there's 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 rules. But yeah, it was kickball was fun. Kepsi made some uh, great controversial calls. Yes. Fucked everybody. Sorry, Kepsi. We won, so I'm, me and Bonner won. How a lot of people an apology after today? Oh, Bonner went off. Bonner yeah. went off like like back in the day when you watch like Bobby Cox, they used to manage the Braves, like throwing bases everywhere, like just like a coach that would throw off the headset. Bonner would be that coach that would like take off the headset, like take like throw. Just he'd get thrown out of the losing. game and just riot. Dude, I hate losing. Winning isn't everything; it's the only thing. Let's <laughs> not let's came back too so you guys it, came it back, was a fun we, game but we yeah that was like it was the best game of kickball i think collectively just the back and forth because there was a lead change every inning we just happened to get you guys at the very end Dude, so. if i'd been a whole foot taller i could have been Ella there no nick and chelsea yep nick and chelsea. chelsea and her two friends are the only girls che- there chelsea had one friend that was really good Chelsea yeah. had one friend that was really bad, and the uh, friend that was really good was kept on. kicking the ball to the friend that was really bad, and she dropped it about four times. That's hilarious. <laughs> if That's I was hilarious. a foot taller, I definitely could oh, have yeah, been a professional missed, athlete. Yeah, yeah, you missed, you missed, you missed a couple balls just because of height. Like, yeah, dude, I was like, I can't fucking reach these. <laughs> There's nothing I could do. They fucking up. just bounce and go over my head. I'm like, fuck me. Kickball is how most of us all met. Yeah, yeah so pretty, we became friends. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. We used to I mean, me and you were already friends. Yeah, we were friends. Used to do that shit once or twice a week. It's crazy, man. Crazy to think y'all are still playing that. <laughs> it's a yeah. It's a good team. I feel like it's a good like bonding thing. Like we don't see each other that often anymore, but we now, can I go think back. The night that did it in for me is we all went to play and Ryan Nelson. It was like his birthday, so he was already like amped up. Remember when we played in that field like that was uncut. There was uh, all yeah, the was, mud. That was yeah. the night me and Ryan really got into it. That was it. fun. Yeah. Me yeah. and, me Ryan and, was fucking pissed dude, me, that night. Dude, me and Ryan was like, "What's wrong with girls? They just can't catch." Yeah, me and, me and, me and Ryan split an edible that night. Beginning of that, it was like game. a big brownie square. Yeah, and then by the end of it, neither of us could drive home. Dude, I wrote with Ryan Nelson today. And, How was that, uh, James? Uh, James Kelly. Yeah, he played today too. Yeah, I wrote with them this morning. We wrote this song called "Just Trucking." Oh, but yeah. it's like just fucking, but yeah. it's just trucking. That's awesome. <laughs> we were just trucking. It's great. Did you write at the uh, frat house? Uh no, we wrote it, Sony. Oh cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. So it was awesome. But we got it went we wrote it in like an hour and a half. So That's awesome. it went so well we just put a once a month on the date That's on cool. the books. Hey, speaking of going so well, gotta talk about our um most recent bus experience. Good time, good tour. Bobby, Bobby Lee. Lee. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Oh man! Why is every bus driver like a fucking psychopath? <laughs> Basically, I, I love. I wasn't there, but so I, we pull up this. We pull up to the first place we're playing, and you know, like we pull like under this bridge, and the, the guy, this guy from Kid Rock's camp, comes out to like comes opens the door. As soon as the door opens, Bobby Lee goes, "Don't start no shit. Won't be no shit." <laughs> it's like, dude, chill, chill. Remember what he did when we parked. Uh uh-uh. uh. The pallets? Uh, yeah, he started going back. He found these pallets of wood and he got like a saw out and started chopping them up and made himself some shelves. <laughs> he put shelves in the in the bays. He took the tags off the bus. He was like he was like, You remember how earlier I told you there's there's three way to do things? The right way, the wrong way, the Bobby Lee way. Yeah. He's like, There's no tags on here, so we ain't paying for tools uh, tools. He said he said it like tools. Yeah, but yeah Bob, Bobby Bobby Lee is one of the most interesting individuals. Like he don't have a last name, it's just Bobby Lee. No, that's Bobby first Lee. and last name. No, 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 Bobby Lee is his, his whole name. He's not Bobby, he's Bobby Lee. 
I think oh, that was his last name. I was name. hoping we protect his identity. You're fucked, dude. No, he, friend, <laughs> you know, he friended me on Facebook. He put, he's been yeah. tagging me in Facebook like, posts. Uh, by the way, bro, I wore this shirt for you today. <clears throat> no. You love it? Fuck the Eagles. Yeah. Y'all going to lose so hard to the Titans. You don't know that. Week one, week one, you never know. Dude, y'all are the probably going to be the worst no. team in the NFL. Shout out to Lane Flournoy. The Atlanta Falcons are the worst team uh, in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. They are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah, I've already decided that I'm not going to be a, a Falcons fan anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's your team now? Bad. I'm always secretly like going to pull for them. Who's your team now? I think I'm going to go with the Titans, dude. Go Tits. See, I like go. I like that the New York. That my New York teams are always opposite. Conference. Even McKinney walked into Sony the other day, decked out in Titans gear. So yeah, I don't even feel that yeah. bad. Yeah, I mean it's another Southern team. They're opposite conference of the Falcons. Yeah, I live like, here now, so it's like, whatever. I, it's like I root for the Titans and the Giants. So week one, I'm going to root for the Giants. There's going to be a lot of New Yorkers in town, dude. That's what I'm when looking forward it? to. Um, on the 11th, uh, week one, is Giants are playing at the Titans. So my mom and Dan are coming down. That's cool. Bought, they bought tickets, so it's awesome. I can't wait to see Dan. Oh, yeah. Burrell's mom's coming to bring food. Yes. Yeah, we're gonna have a pasta night. Sorry, yeah. sorry for those dieting. They fucked my diet. <laughs> By the way, I have lost twenty four yeah, pounds. Yeah, you are. You this I, shirt right here. I bought this when we lived in Canterbury Court. Oh, nice. And I haven't been able to wear it because I've been so fat. Now, yeah, I gotta me. give you credit. I gotta give you credit, dude, because like eating on eating healthy on the road is very difficult. He did not stutter at all. The yeah, two you weeks go to in Lowe's, a row, you get the fucking salad, the fucking boiled eggs. You get the you get the boiled eggs. You get the protein shakes. You get the uh, the cup of celery and tomatoes. Did and I? Uh, I got a new broccoli. hack. What's your hack? Fuck it. I bought the bread, buddy, and put a whole loaf of bread in that bitch. Bring some peanut butter, bro. I don't ever have to fuck. Just peanut butter sandwiches. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah, that's great. Like, I will. I also give Trey credit for eating healthy because when we were in Chicago. It was just me and him. I ate like a fucking trash can, dude. Damn. I ate like I ate so much. Went to, I went to that Portillo's place. Yeah. You saw that sandwich? Oh yeah. He <laughs> ate so much food, dude. He yeah. was like, and then that, that night we got home, he had to like get up to go shit like four times. Uh, dude, I ate like the Portillo's big like roast like beef sandwich, and it's like dipped in like the yeah. French dip stuff. It was like this big. I ordered, fr- I couldn't decide, so I got a small fry and a small onion ring, and then they told me I have to get the chocolate cake. I ate all of that in about fifteen minutes before yeah. the Kid Rock show, yeah. and then afterwards we went to um, Luminati's. That was the name of it. Oh uh, yeah, the pizza. The pizza. Yeah, we bliss. got deep, we got deep dish pizza. That's pretty solid. He Tra- did. Trey made I me- ate wings and yeah. a salad, and then we gave the pizza to some of. Uh, Bob's. Yeah, and then we had a fucking parking lot party. They made me get my guitar out and play Dick Down in Dallas. Who is they? I'm just some people in the parking lot that went to the Kid Rock show. The hotel was full and of I Kid Rock And I told Burrell when we got out of the car there was going to be at least one person and be like, that's not you. And sure enough, lo and behold. You're not that like, tall. Hey, bitch, who the fuck else is in a tour bus? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, well, we, we were in a bus. We were just, me and Burrell were just car riding oh, we, were, we were in that that's the um soccer mom uh, oh, Audi. oh yeah, yeah yeah we went to the we went to the aisle in chicago that's and hung cool. out with irish dave that's yeah, cool dave, that's fine dave canavan's the man hell yeah yeah we went to the casino and like i was like all right i'm only gonna spend five hundred dollars and i spent a thousand lost it all damn and then i walked over to dave and he's like over there gambling he's just got like he started out with like what 600 bucks F- and 500 bucks. 500 bucks and he was up to like 15 grand or like something 15 or 20 grand <laughs> yeah just blackjack crushing it and i was like well man i lost all my money i'll just sit here and watch you play and he was like he's like we're well, not gonna have a bad time hand me a thousand dollars in chips <laughs> so i went and fucking cashed that shit won 300 and quit playing walked yeah, out yeah. with plus so that devil machine 
Yeah, that was fun. With Devil Machine, and then time. you were on Wheel of Fortune at the end. Yeah, that was a good one too. We love the penny slots, dude. Yeah, that's the fun. penny slots are where it's at. I, yeah, I, the cards, I just, I'm just not good at the. Card I don't even games. care if I lose all my money as long as I can play for like four hours. I'm fine with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's something. It's entertaining. What are yeah. your favorite games at the casino, Bonner? Uh, I like blackjack. Yeah, blackjack's fun. You count cards like Rain Man or what? Not well. I wish. Burrell was not like Rain Man this time. He lost all his money pretty Damn. quick. Oh, no, I, I mean, I left with, I mean, thanks to Uncle Dave, um, I left with, with a pretty. And then he spent all his money at the dispensary. That'll do it, dude. Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, you can't just beat legal weed, though. That shit is. Dude, it's, yeah, Ascend, Ascend uh, dispensary. Ascend is good. That's my favorite. Went to Ascend and went to Cure Relief. Ascend's of average priced. Yeah, and we, we hit two of them. Cure Relief's um, good, too. Hit two of them. One we went to Arise, uh, yeah. the one that Shriver used to work at. Yeah, well, not the same one, but went to one in New Jersey. It yeah. was super expensive. Yeah, dude, it's it's cool stocking up on all that stuff. But it's been a good, good, fun couple weeks, dude. Yeah. It's crazy to think that we're already back. We're already in September, and now you got yeah, uh, yeah. So before we get into our uh, today's guest, I wanted to let everybody know that I have a new song coming out. September 16th Is yep. that right? That is correct yep. sir With uh, Hayden Kaufman It's called Give a Country Boy a Call So I don't know When is this episode Going to come out I think this is going to Actually come out The week the song comes out Okay yep. so It's like Right now In your current life It's what Monday So uh, pre-order Go that pre-order the single Like go pre-save it There's a link in my bio um, To pre-save It's completely free to buy it on iTunes is like a dollar twenty nine, but hey, you know whatever, just go do and, it. And what's cool too, speaking of um, TL hey. Hayden Kaufman collaborations, we got yeah. some shows in the fall coming up with Hayden on the shows. Yeah, we got some shows coming up, but you know, I always I feel like with Instagram and TikTok and you know everything that y'all watch me on, I'm always being like, hey, go do this, hey, go do that. And I feel like the podcast is like y'all getting to hang out with us, right? The fans getting to hang out yeah, with for us. sure. I never really ask y'all for anything, but if you're watching this, you know, the podcast, go pre-order, pre-save our song. Also, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube or if you haven't watched it on YouTube, go check it out. It's cool. You can actually see our faces and uh, subscribe so we can continue to do this. I love doing the podcast, but we ain't making no money here. We need some subscribers and we need sponsors. So we need y'all's help. You know, so I just wanted to throw that out there. What were you saying now? I was saying we got you got some shows with Hayden. Yeah, we opening got up Knoxville, Cotton Eye Joe, and, and Sidelines, and, and Sidetracks, Bristol, Side Bristol. You remember Sidetracks in yeah. Bristol, baby? Thank you, Randy, Sherry's for coming. Come. Sherry loves us. Dude. Oh, Sherry does. Well, she loves me. I don't know yeah. if she loves you, but probably not. She yeah. loves all of us. Yeah, dude. The, the shows that are coming up here—that's fan of the week, by the way. Sherry, you're Sherry? the fan of the week. We love you. Hell yeah! Shout out to Sherry. Um, the shows coming up in the fall, man. We got a lot of cool places that we're going we're yeah. going back to yeah we got some co-wetzel dates coming got some co-wetzel dates we raleigh got, getting railed out in raleigh dude raleigh and salem virginia we got um we've we're returning to the carolinas randy adams country randy we're about to see randy adams all fucking fall dude. i got randy's address today yeah and if y'all are seeing this and y'all think that we should have co-wetzel on our podcast tag him in the comments we're gonna clip that Yes, we are definitely going to clip that because we could totally do it while we're out there. Um, but yeah, we're going to um, going to Tumbleweed coming up. We've got uh, Mountain Home, Arkansas. We've got Kansas City. We've got Upstate New York. Yeah. We're going to Binghamton and Jordan. We got. Are you pumped Florida. about that? I'm pumped about. I've actually never been to that part of the state. That's, yeah, that's farther north. I was just there. West. Yeah, I was in. Well, I guess for. I don't think there's anywhere in Alabama I haven't been. Well, when you're when you're a music guy, I bet you that it just. 
all that stuff drugs you our guest is calling us speaking of which uh we have a guest on today that bonner is very excited about i mean i'm excited about it his name is baby jake he's a is he a he's a i've talked to him a bunch through text messages he's five as well he's an artist yeah you know through and through he does it all right he does rap he does he does pop, pop kind of like country yeah, vibe. Country he wears a cowboy vibe. hat. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm a big fan of his of his single because it's one of my favorite activities. Cigarettes, Cigarettes on patios, patios baby. So. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it's autobiographical about your life. Yeah. I, that's what I'm going to ask him. I'll be like, yo, you've been watching me, bro? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm sure he's tired of talking about that song. You know what I mean? We'll hit him with the 239, yeah. baby. Hey, you, we can ask him about that. Yeah. We'll hit yeah. him with the 239. What it's, what it's like, yeah. yeah. So uh, here's our interview with Baby Jake. What up, man? How what, you doing? What's up? What's Do you up, go man? by Baby Jake? I just go by Jake. Jake, yeah. Yeah. How'd you come up with the name Baby Jake? Oh, you call me sexy. Yeah. You are <laughs> sexy. Tall as hell, too. As tall as you, man. You're taller than me with that yeah, hat no, on. I just go I, <laughs> I just go by Jake. Do you go by Jake now? Like, are you still doing the Baby Jake for the artist? No, stuff? I'm going I'm going by Baby Jake for the artist. We'll see. I, I honestly want to change it because my music has changed so much and yeah. what I want to do. I mean, I've been around the block with what genre I'm doing, but now I'm pretty solidified in what I want to do. And I think I just don't love the name. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like then you get into all the presses under the name, all the, you know, your management's like, well, look at the history behind the name. Yeah. You go to people at Spotify, they're like, you know, I mean, look at Kid Rock. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah. yeah, we call him Bob. I mean, that's what I love about Bob. True. That's what yeah. I love about Bob is he does it all, dude. And his live show is like, he does it all. It's like, you know, you got the rock, you got the rap, you got the countryside. You Have know? You, you, you you seen that 1999 Woodstock documentary that dude, came out on Netflix? Yeah, I, I watched, awesome. I, watched, I, watched I, got, I got stoned to watch that last night. It was awesome. But man, man he comes out. That's that clip. The pimp suit. suit. Yeah, in the pimp suit. Yeah. And throws it off. I was like, dude, I would kill to be here right now. In, in, a, in 100 degrees on an airstrip I in the know. middle of July. But it, it, that Limp Biscuit set was crazy, too. <laughs> that, that was like. Isn't that the clip that comes uh, in the first track with Joe C? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. opens up with Devil Without a Cause and uh, Joe C comes on. He's like, straight from the gates of heaven, Joe C. <laughs> and they show and Joe C at Woodstock. All the lights go out and on the screen is Joe C at Woodstock. And he like <laughs> kneels awesome. behind and like it's on the screen. It's fucking awesome. Three man. foot nine with a 10 foot dick. You ever seen uh, Kid Rock Live? No. Man, it's great, dude. dude I should come, man. Yeah, it's great. It's a good time. One of the shows that you play, I should come. Yeah, we got. We only got a few left. You got eight left. Yeah. We did some. We did, so where in Florida are you from? I'm from Fort Myers. Okay, we're actually going. To, we're going to what where, is it? The ranch. The ranch in Fort Myers. You ever been there? I have no idea. Yeah. Apparently, it, it's a big country western bar down it, there. It's got. It's a bar, or is it? How big is it? Well, it's it's the spot where a few years ago uh, it was a legendary moment where Up Church had a show there, and the crowd was so like rowdy that the floor caved in. Oh, I remember that. I remember that. So now, it's I know that, what you're talking about. That joint. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is, but I know I know what you're talking. I remember that video where it just goes boom and, it, yeah, and so. it caves in. Yeah, how many how many people does that place hold? Like, I think it's like between like fifteen sixteen hundred. Okay, so cool. that's it's yeah. a good size room. Perfect for us. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great, man. Yeah. I love it, man. When you get in the smaller rooms, it's just ass to elbows. Do you think that small? I'm playing two fifty caps. Yeah, but the energy in those rooms. Oh, it's I the mean, best. You know, you put you fill those rooms up. Like, what's that place we played in uh, Bristol, Tennessee? The Side first tracks. place. No, the first oh, place. Oh, Thunder Valley Tavern. Yeah, dude, that's fun. Tavern. That was a fun night. How I mean, big was that? Like, you maybe said, like, like three hundred. Oh man, those are the best. It was because there's people yeah. outside waiting. 
Yes. Yeah. My agent was like, well, first of all, this was the first time this last tour run that I did a month ago was yeah. my first tour ever. Really? Oh, yeah. Like yeah. official run. Yeah. You know, I've done like, I mean, when I went to school in Tampa, I went to school at USF for a yeah. year, dropped out and stayed in Tampa for a while. Um, I, you know, I performed at like bars and grills and like yeah. acoustic sets for like 50 people, 60 people. But that was my first run to go out and do things because cigarettes on patios and all that had just popped off right before COVID. Yeah. So I was just like shit out of, especially being in LA. I mean, yeah. that's part of the reason yeah. why I left LA. Yeah. yeah. Is that, did you leave uh, Tampa and go out to LA? I left Tampa, went back to Fort Myers. Okay. And then I spent some time in Miami working with some guys and then I went to LA. When did you write uh, Cigarettes on Patios? Maybe 2017. Okay. But you just never did anything with it or were you? I mean, like, I had it. I was just waiting I honestly had a whole bunch of demos yeah. that I was just waiting to find the right opportunity to go at and, and push it. You just never know like what's going to pop off. you know. I don't, I don't know. know. I had a feeling about the record, to be honest. Here's what happened. We went to L.A. I'm getting a phone call. Let me turn that off. Uh, uh, we went to L.A. from Miami. It was my first trip to L.A. I didn't have any money. I was broke. I was yeah. living on my friend, out of my friends, like literally the size of if you close this off into a freaking square yeah, that's studio. how they be living in New York and LA. No, no, this was in Florida though. Yeah, Florida, in Fort yeah. Myers, I was living in his back house. There yeah. was a shed that we had put up the insulation and put the plywood and drywall up to make it into a little studio room. Yeah, and so I was living there because I was smoking a ton of dope. Yeah, and, you know. Yeah, mom didn't want anything to do with me. Yeah. So <laughs> we're good now. I love you, mom. But uh, you know, I was living out of there and, and they were like, hey, man, we'll, you know, we'll help you with a flight to L.A. and you can stay with us. We got an Airbnb and we'll just work out there. We're driving second day in on Sunset Boulevard and we park with the rental car that they had rented. They left their backpacks in the back seat. Boom. Get smashed into. Damn. All the stems, all the songs. And I was such a prick because yeah. I'm like, man, my whole fucking my my 10 album, you know, nobody Jake Herring songs are gone. And these dudes had like these dudes had like Kodak Black records, Selena Gomez yeah. records that they lost that never came out. They were like in the in the train to come out, you know, yeah. like in the in the release. So yeah, that was literally two days after that I had cut cigarettes on patios. Wow. Kind of like out of anger. It was kind of an angry song, to be yeah. honest. And then I hated it for a while, but now I'm like, I love it. You love it. Change your life, right? Yeah, it changed my life. And also, you know, there's no better feeling than what you get live performing yeah, a song that, when people know. I mean, you know. Every word. You know with your record, it's yeah. every word. It's, we played Lollapalooza, 5,000 people just like... <laughs> I just went like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't even sing it. Yeah, that was one of the things that Bonner put on. I played the two sheet. sets, right? Yeah. Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Friday yeah, Saturday? Saturday was uh yeah, Saturday was the BMI stage, Sunday was the little Bud Light tent. That's cool. Which was honestly kind of even just as dope, you yeah. know? Because like that's another situation where you got four hundred kids that are like screaming your shit. Yeah, it's insane. And if they're going to the side stage, they're there to watch who's yeah, at the side like stage. This, they're this they're stage is like the size of this apartment. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, it's not this huge. It's not like the BMI. The BMI stage wasn't that big either, but it's it's in an area where we got lucky. We playing at 6 p.m. And you're talking the hottest week, two weeks that Chicago has had in a long time. And there's trees covering our stage. So everybody's coming to this stage, even yeah. if they don't know who I am. But surprisingly, I mean, everybody knew that record. Not surprisingly, yeah. but like, yeah, but like, it's still a shock to me, you know, because yeah. I'm new to the, you, you, you same thing been, for me, dude. But you've I been mean, touring for a while. Well, I have been, and I, I mean, I've been touring for what the last two years, like really touring as an artist. I mean, yeah. before that, I played covers four nights a week, four hours straight, 
for you know what twelve hundred bucks and you know tips, but split between four guys. Hey, we got the know? tin roof food though. You and, you, and free, oh, and yeah, free lot, tin roof food. Lots of tin roof. Yeah. Tachos, which, which baby. One you play at? The one on. Uh, so I didn't do. Uh, I didn't really do the Broadway thing down here. I traveled and did all. There's a bunch of tin roofs. There's like Columbia, South Carolina, Raleigh, Myrtle Beach. Hey, that's better than Broadway. Um, Del, Del, Del Rey. Yeah, Del, Del Rey, McElwain. Del Rey, that's a wild place, dude. This one time we drove. <laughs> We drove down to Delray. We did four nights. We drove back to Coleman, Alabama, which is like two hours from here. Played a Fourth of July festival. Turned around and drove all the way back down to Delray and did four nights at Row. That place is crazy, huh? It's crazy, man. Delray is a great place. Shout out Delray. I mean, we played Sunfest, like whatever it was four months ago. That's like in that park. No, it's it was Sunfest. Sunfest is in West Palm. Yeah, but that's like twenty minutes from yeah, Delray. And one of my buddies, his cousins lived in Delray, so we just went out and hung out in Delray. Yeah, I'm like, this shit is wild. We yeah, got, uh, we got a, a, a Airbnb in West Palm one time. Me and that guy got in a fist fight. <laughs> uh, let, we got to tell the story because it's funny. tell the story. Tell the story. So, you know, he's not allowed to drink before shows now because obviously we're doing like we're not just playing cover gigs. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, he's he's a great. He's like one of the best employees I've ever you know that I've ever had. He he's always my handles. Boy. He handles. He's it. been with he's me great. for what seven years now. Yeah, he's wow. been with me for seven years. He's not just the drummer. He manages the stage. He runs the you know the our in ear system. You know, we have all our backline gear. He runs all that stuff and sets everything up. But back then, you know, he would. We, back then we were just like a cover band we split everything evenly you know what I mean yeah, there yeah. was no like artist deal or whatever and uh, anyways he gets hammered drunk at this show <laughs> and so does Terry Terry's my guitar, my guitar player he's been with me for 10 years man that's amazing and um Terry, he gets hammered drunk. I look at Terry one at one point, and he's like, "Dude, I can't even see my fretboard right now." <laughs> but we're playing like I had a couple of songs in the set that, like, if Matt was drunk, I knew that I would we would play them, and then he would be locked back in. So I like called one of those songs in the talk back, and he just completely fucks it up. We're playing like uh, "Good Directions" that. The Billy, Billy Carrington song, Turn of wow. and he's just like all out of time, and it's just like, dude, I'm ready to kill this motherfucker. <laughs> so I had to finish the set. It was our first night too of like a four day run. And where was this? In Delray. Del- Del yeah, in Delray. So like, I was like, fuck it, you know, like I'm just gonna finish this shit acoustic, and I crushed it like the last hour, you know. But like I come to find out, he got off stage when they had a bottle of Fireball, and he was like drinking straight out of the bottle and spilt Fireball all over the girl that ma- like booked us at the venue. <laughs> like I should have fired him, you know what I mean? But like, but he's you're mo- still here he's seven years later. So we get so we, five years later. So I mean, we get back in the van, and we're headed back down to West Palm. It's like a thirty minute drive, twenty yeah, minute drive, yeah. or something like that. And dude, I'm just like fuming. Terry's like hanging his head out the window. I'm like, I'm about to kill. Like I'm about to kill everybody in this fucking van and just drive back to Alabama or Nashville or whatever. And then finally he says something. I said, you know what? I wasn't going to say anything, but fuck this. You have a fucking problem. And we just started going off. And then next thing I know, we're back at the house and I'm like, I just go in the room, shut the door. 
There's no blankets in this Airbnb. It's just weird. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just sitting there. I'm just miserable. And next thing I know, he's on the phone with the with the guy that like does the sound. His name was Rustin or something like that. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, man, I just need you to find like a local drummer down here. I'm I'm just not gonna play with the band. Like calling the venue, <laughs> you know. Like I, if I'm such a problem, then you know all this shit. And dude, I just went in there. I just punched him right in the face. <laughs> well, Macklin, like, you still look good. It's like, dude, back then that was our livelihood. You yeah, know, like yeah, that was our yeah. money. Like, you know, call it whatever you want. A fucking cover gig. But dude, like if we could walk out of there and I'll make, you know, at the end of the week, I'll make twelve hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, that good was money. Pa- I was paying the bills for the yeah. month, you know. Also, he was just probably wasted. Yeah. Woke up the next morning. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, want, he knew I he was fired. In, I want back in the band. Yeah, he man. knew he was fired. And I was like, <laughs> all right, man, you know, I'll just give you a second chance. Man, but me and Trey back then, we had like like on the business side and friendship side, it's like, you know, it. It was with us all. We're all basically brothers. Like we fucking, it's either. Yeah, we've all seen each other's dicks at least once or twice. I've only been with them for two years. I've seen everybody's dick. (laughs) They don't see mine. It's like a locker room in this. But we also like me and him. Also, for the most part, like I I played tour manager back then too. So it's like I handled the. Figuring out the gas and the hotels, and he handled. And when he got drunk, he wouldn't wanted to tell you about it, <laughs> you know. So I don't know, man. It was just, it was just wild. But anyway, so um, what what got me off on that story? Delray Beach, Delray Beach, Delray Delray Beach. Beach. Yeah. love that place. Yeah, great um, place. I mean, I that was a great festival for us. So there's like that pizza joint that after you get done, they're open. That's like a. Oh yeah, that uh, it's right across from the tin roof because we go like or a block up and we'd go there every single time. They done plants like by the slice at the window. It's pretty good. I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't even know they had tin roofs in anywhere yeah. else besides here. Yeah, yeah. So they're all. There's over. one right here on what was that? Demumbrian. Demumbrian. Yeah. Demon brew. Demon brew. <laughs> they do this other thing at tin roof too, where it's like uh, it's called Nashville hits Next, the roof oh, or yeah. something, and it's like Nashville artists will go and play like an hour and a half set. You know, like an original set, and then afterwards they'll have the band. You know, like the cover band, the house band. And I was always the house band. And there was always like Casey Tindall came yeah. through Columbia one time, and like a bunch of like other artists. You know, so pretty cool. That's my thing with Broadway is that I wish that I get the I get it's tourist trap. You know, yeah. but I wish there was some. I wish there was like another strip in Nashville, like. Broadway and then whatever Broadway too, right yeah. next to it. There yeah. was just all original shit. Yeah, that would, I would be lo- cool. I would love to just be able to go bar. To- I would be drunk every night. Yeah, going bar to bar till four a.m. just listening to people's yeah. original music. Yeah, there's not bands that really do that. Yeah. The only best thing you can do is just go to Demumbrian and go to a writers round. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. The writers rounds are cool yeah. though. There's some of them that are that are great. Yeah. There's actually a young Have cat out here. You ever here. play Riders Rounds? I haven't, but I should. You should come play. Oh, yeah. I've, I've got one I do on Tuesdays. Uh, I'm in, yeah. but my shit's going to be way different. Doesn't That's matter. what we like. I'm, I'm in. That's I know what we I'm like. I'm definitely, I'm 100% oh, in. Yeah. Yeah, There's this young cat out here. He's not young, he's just new to the industry. Uh, his name's Alex Lambert. Yeah. You heard of him? Uh uh-uh. uh. Killer. 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 Making some like new country soul. R&B, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not like, it's not country, but it's yeah. like country soul. You know, yeah. like kind of like if Yola wasn't so like soul R&B, yeah. like if it was a little more in the country realm, but that guy's killer, man. And I saw him, he was one of the guys that I saw. What's that place right next to Tin Roof? 
Uh, one right next to it. Doghouse? With live the bar oak? And, and Live Oak. Yeah, the yeah that's, right. that's where I do mine. Live oh, oak. really? Yeah, so, bar, he, yeah. so he was, uh, so yeah, he was performing there one night and I went with my, with my, my old drummer, Grant, and he's like, yeah, you got to hear this kid. And I just heard him and it was like everybody else, you know, they were good, but it's just like you hear a lot of the same, like similar to your country music. When I listened to, when I first heard Dick Down in Dallas, I was like, <laughs> Yo, this is some writing that you don't hear like usually in country music. You yeah. know, that's a slap me in the face. And yeah. then I dove in and, you know, got into I even listened to the whole uh, self-titled 2013. Oh, fuck yeah. Country <laughs> boy crazy. Yo, we love that shit. Hey, that shit's hot. Hey, the mixing on that is like, I know you might not love oh, it, but I, hey, what's that yes. third track that's like a rock track? Your voice is all like Play it loud. Play it loud. Yeah. It's coming back, baby. It's coming back. Thank but, you. But anyways, I heard his voice. At Live Oak and I was like oh yeah this guy sticks out you know and then yeah. I start you know I met him through my buddy Grant and and I just like wished it was more opportunities I mean I know there's a writer's rounds but a lot of times yeah. it's hard like even with him I was like is he country or is he not country or like what's going on here because you hear everybody else around him singing country and you just assume he's country yeah. but then he played me the records and I'm like oh this is like soul like old school R&B soul yeah. country rock shit I feel like sometimes Nashville can ruin artists in a, in, a, in a you know in a certain way it's like a lot of people get here and they have their own style you know and then mm -hmm. everybody's doing this one thing so yeah. everybody tends to do that but I feel like if you can like figure out a way to move here and stay your own lane yeah you know what I mean then I mean it, that's what I did it typically I'm, works out I'm happy I'm here and there's a huge alternative and scene there's here. yeah there's so much more than East just country awesome. East Nashville. just country music here yeah you know I mean there's there's alternative bands like every i was so surprised to figure out how many rock and roll bands. i mean like you got people like cage the elephant that, that yeah, live in town awesome. yeah. you know what i mean greta yeah. van fleet like mm. it, it's it's crazy to 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 think of nashville as this place now that's like i forgot who it was one of my friends came by and they, and, and they were like man i just didn't i expected it to be like all these rustic saloons and shit. Yeah. I'm like, no, this is a city. Yeah, you know, and it's like, like and it's crazy like, uh, going fast too. And, we're, and the writing rooms were becoming a little bit more like LA too. You know, like I, I mean, Sony puts me with like at least one or one to three track guys every week. You wow! Know? Like I walk in there like. I got this track and you know no words. It's just like this vibe. What do you think about this? And then I'll just start humming a melody. And then and then you know at the end of the day we have a demo and a song. You know, uh, you're are you right? Is that for other people or is that for you? I just try to write songs for myself. I signed with Sony uh, last August, so I'm on my second year of my uh, on 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 publishing on publishing. Yeah. Um. So I just I mean I always then you bought a truck. I always just try to write yeah. songs for myself. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he bought it, yeah. My nice truck. Yeah, a nice truck. <laughs> Nicer than fuck my you truck. truck. Yeah. <laughs> it is a fuck you truck. Yeah. I like one. that, man. man. I just wanted something to like, and the cool thing about trucks now is you buy them and they don't lose value. I know, it's so crazy. It's like, I couldn't believe it, dude. The, 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 the Chevy Silverado was, I was looking and I'm like, I can't believe that these trucks are, these are the stock like maybe like whatever the LT version or nothing like crazy pimped yeah. out and I'm like this shit is 50k you know what I mean I'm looking I'm like the highest models are like 70k now it's like I feel like trucks are just gonna go up in value because of the utility of them like, yeah like uh, my truck the only thing it was like I ordered it in like March and it didn't get here till what like May but you probably saved a lot of money doing that um, not really it was same price same price uh, I had to pay like a thousand dollars down to hold it and then when it got there like i didn't buy it cash i just i put like i put a big chunk down i'm gonna pay on it for a year and yeah then, i'm financing mine and then pay it off and then my my fucking 
credit by then will be bulletproof you know nobody yeah, that, steals that's my why i did it too because i was like my credit was already high but i would like to you know we were mentioning how i live in donaldson yeah. earlier uh i would like to actually go a little further, farther out farther out yeah like same. maybe I, I i'm not really sure where yeah. i even looked in like greenbrier greenbrier is nice and you can find like i'm doing a lot of production now for yeah. all these other alternative acts and like even i'd be down with anything pop country whatever but i i tend to lean alternative because yeah. that's what i listen to all yeah. the time and i track like live drums in my house and live yeah. guitar live bass all that stuff but i just noticed that if you go out a little further you can get like a three four bedroom house that has a tall a-frame ceiling that just will sound like incredible for a yeah. live room so that's he's, what i want to do strike me as a guy that just grinds in the studio yeah all the i mean time. i've been in sessions the last like seven eight days just as soon as i got creating. off tour you know what it was though I had never felt the high from being on tour. And it's different. Like, you're doing a lot of the Weekend Warrior yeah. stuff, which is sick. Yeah. I wish I could do it. Yeah. But, like, I'm going out here and playing five shows in a row, yeah. one day off, five shows Two again, one day off, five shows again, Damn, one day off. That's the dream. Then, then three days off, then, like, four days on, and then you're off the tour. You know, it's like yeah. quick, like, two, three-week things is what we're doing right now until spring. And I never felt the high and I'm sober on tour. Yeah. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't do anything on tour because I, I, you can hear my voice already. Yeah. If I have two tequila sodas, it's done. I don't even get buzzed off of two tequila yeah. sodas. And the next day I wake up, I'm like, hey, I'm Jake. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm just sober on tour. I just figured out that's after fucking up a couple yeah. times. That's best for me. So uh, I forgot what I was going to say. What was, what was uh, that? Grandin, high the, from the studio. Yeah, the high, oh, high from being on the road. Oh, yeah. I'd never, I'd never felt the, the high from being on the road like that. And then you get off and you're like, man, life's boring. Yeah. So I just immediately came back and, and uh, just started working. Yeah. Like crazy. I was just like, I'm going to grind and put myself in the position where I can become, you know, I'd always produced, but I never like put my production foot forward and I knew I could do it. So I just, the last like three weeks, I've just been going after it, man. Just getting after and it. And I just want a ranch fucking yeah. house with my dog in my truck. Yeah. You have a doodle Some too, right? Space. Some space, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not complaining. I, uh, the, the house I live in in Donaldson is like maybe point six acres yeah. or something but if i could get on like two acres yeah and like maybe have your house, house but have a barn with the studio a barn, in the back. Like, i would love to build a barn and keep, build keep it home out. and work a little separate just, yeah. uh, just move next to tra trey's looking for some acres he wants a pond let's just build us a compound dude yo you you fish a lot too <laughs> I I do, fuck with that. i've yeah. only really fished saltwater not much freshwater yeah, i'll take you we'll go we, we, were, oh, man. Yeah, we were saltwater fishing this weekend actually where we went fishing with the. Uh, do you ever watch the show Wicked Tuna? Yes. We went fishing with Paul from the show. Wicked Pissa? We went, he took us out um, on... Uh, Wait, were you catching tuna? We didn't. We tried to, but we, we didn't catch we anything. We caught a bunch of bait, that day. Ca caught some dogfish, saw a bunch yeah. of humpback whales, but we're out there with Paul. We all shared our nudes. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you what. There's nothing like being out in the water We like saw that. whales and shit, man. Cool. Like... We, where, we, what, wait, where was this? This at, was in Gloucester, up in Mass. Gloucester, Massachusetts. We got so we got done with the. I don't with, even know where Massachusetts is. We got done with the show, Boston. Um, we Boston. got we got we got done with the, the amphitheater show with with Kid Rock, and then we had the bus driver take us directly to the marina. Oh, that's sick. we were on the water <laughs> Dude, by four a.m. This guy is like super famous, like because from the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Like we get off the boat, and there's people at the dock just taking pictures of him. Asking That's him, crazy, trying man. to get quotes from him for like fishing magazines and stuff. Yeah. Then we went and ate fresh seafood. You had some sushi. Yeah, it was a good time. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. There's nothing like being out in the water like that. 
I, yeah. That's like we went like thirty miles out, man. It was crazy. That's that's like on the Atlantic, right? Yeah, yeah, in the northern yeah, that, part. It's deep, thirty miles out. I mean, you could go thirty miles in the Gulf of Mexico. You're in sixty feet of water. You yeah. go thirty miles in the Atlantic. You're in like what a thousand feet. Was, well, where we were fishing was like um, was like a, a hundred foot. But there was parts that were like 300, 500. Holes and we stuff. Yes. Yes. Did you grow up fishing in the Gulf Yeah, a lot? I grew that up. My, dad, my dad's from Port Arthur, Texas. Okay. So he used to, he'd sell shrimp for a living. Oh, He's, wow. That's what he does. And so he grew up, you know, Corpus Christi, Galveston, yeah. that whole area. And then he moved to Key West eventually to start working on the docks down there. And so... I just grew up being around like seafood and fishing my whole life, you yeah. know? So yeah, I used to, I mean, I've been going out on boats since I was like seven. Hell yeah. So I know all about saltwater. Yeah. Anything trolling. Cool. He needs to teach dropping. us a thing or two then when we go down back down to Pensacola yeah, and shit. For sure. We, we sucked. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I so, mean, the, the easiest is just, you know, drop fishing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for grouper live or snapper bait, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, with some yeah. live bait, yeah. that's it. Yeah. I just enjoy the finesse of like a lure, you know. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Just really skilling it. But so, all right. So you lived, you went back to Fort Myer and then you went to out to LA, back to. Well, yeah, Fort Myers, spent some time in my... I was commuting, basically... In the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fort Myers in the dungeon, and pretty much commuting to go work with these more renowned, better-known yeah. producers and songwriters yeah. in Miami. So I was driving, like, three times a week, like, two hours there. I'd drive at, like, 8 a.m., and then I'd drive back at, like, Was 2. this before SoundCloud with Scooter, or was this after? This was kind of... I was dropping stuff. This was before. Yeah. I was like dropping stuff, but I wasn't like putting out the stuff that I wanted to yeah. put out yet. And that's kind of how we had already had meetings with Atlantic. We had we had a meeting with two two different guys at Atlantic. We had another meeting with with Pulse, who's my current publisher yeah. in, in LA. We had a meeting, I want to say with Sony. I, I don't remember. Either Sony or Columbia or somebody. And once we started having the meetings and people heard the music, I'm like, all right, maybe we should like test it. Yeah. And that's when we put it out on SoundCloud. Yeah. And then it was like word got around we met with the ex-head of a and r at sb yeah and the guy was like this is it i'm gonna take it to him and let him listen excuse me and uh yeah i mean he called it he, he was like i'm gonna fly you out next week yeah and i was like no way scooter braun was no no he's okay. a and r yeah, guy he's a and r guy uh and I was like, no way. I'm like, you know, people talk shit. At this time, yeah. I had so many people tell me they were going to do this, they were going to do that. There's some slimy fucks, too. Slimy fucks in this industry. And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's like, uh, this Tuesday. I was like, okay. Tuesday comes around. He's like, I need a little more time. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yeah. Next Tuesday, flew me out. And so I was like, okay. As soon as I sat down at the table and had the meeting with Scooter, and he's like, look, I'll do bidding wars. I don't fuck around. This is what I'm prepared to offer you. You're you're at you know a base level right now. I think this song is a hit. We'll market this song, which they did. It yeah. did well. Uh, as soon as that meeting was over, I'm talking like two three hours after. You had money in your account. Boom. No, no, it was. It, it was it, I wish it, it was Atlantic. Hey, let's have another meeting. Yeah, Columbia. Hey, let's have another meeting. Like all of a sudden, the word just I don't know how. I guess somebody That's told how it is. somebody. Somebody makes a move, and then it all starts. Then it just started like. Then it was like all of a sudden, Pulse went from like we want to offer you X amount of money to X amount of money. Yeah. You know, and then once I signed the SB, I signed the SB deal because I really feel, and even now to this day, I'm in the middle of renegotiating my contract yeah. with Universal SB for the past yeah. seven months. So did you roll with Scooter or no? Yeah, you I was did? just about to say, yeah. I actually think Scooter's a good guy yeah. for the most part. I mean, he's 
he hasn't done me bad, dude. I think he's awesome. Yeah, and he's I one think, of the smart. Like I look up to that guy. He's yeah, smart I think as well. a lot of people. A lot of people I don't know talk anything shit, bad about him. I guess the whole Taylor Swift thing. But it's I don't not really only know that. Like a lot of that. people have these stories and inside stuff and whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. I just I've experienced him on a personal light, yeah. and like this is the type of guy who, yeah, sometimes it's hard to get a hold of because on Tuesday he's in fucking Nantucket, and on Thursday he's in France. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like. Once you get a hold of him, yeah. And luckily, I'm pretty easy. I mean, I could text him right now, and he'll text me back within yeah. ten minutes. Yeah, you know, it's like I I can pretty easily get a hold of him. And the dude is like very artist friendly from yeah. what I've experienced yeah. in my personal it's so important. World, so the guy that runs my uh, my social media, his name's mm -hmm. Mitch. He's like Scooter's, like his like idol icon. He loves him. Yeah, he I mean, him. you gotta appreciate the guy. He's a smart guy, and man. he he knew. I mean. You know how hard it is. You know how hard it is. Everybody knows how hard it is to actually break an artist. So he went from breaking an artist with a whole bunch of people who helped him out in the process. And then he said, I'm going to make the smart move and manage artists. Yeah. And that was the smartest thing. If he would have kept to developing artists, I don't think he would be the Scooter Braun that we know today. Yeah. But he was smart enough to go, all right, I'm going to take this leverage and start picking up clients where I know that all I got to do is make a phone call to so-and-so and this will get done or yeah. I'll get this yeah. feature or whatever. Yeah. It's pivoting and finding your niche, like finding a void to, to put, to yeah. take in the industry. Like Scooter's a guy that I call and and he was managing me at one point. He's not managing me anymore. I'm managed by this the assembly. Yeah, Bridget, assembly. right? Yeah, Us, which, yeah, uh, yeah. family. Well, uh, they don't do my management. They do my social media. But yeah, but they're thing. they're great, man. They're I great. mean, Bridget's great, and she's from that space. Raging yeah. Machine, and you know all that stuff. Radiohead, and and uh, Scooter's the guy that you call when you need when you're at like ninety percent. Yeah, and you need the ten percent. So like cigarettes was popping off, yeah. and we needed a little extra hype just to get it replay. Like, we didn't even want the remix to do. Yeah. We, we didn't expect a remix to pop off and it didn't it's at like 7 million or 8 yeah. million whatever but we just needed the remix to relaunch the original and say yeah. oh look 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 we still got buzz around this replaylist yeah. us redo this redo yeah. this keep pushing it and I, it was one phone call he's like you want 24k going on the record I'm like yes this is right when mood popped off Yeah. and he's like the next day we had 24k on the record yeah. I'm talking within three days I had his verse on the song that's crazy so that's the scooter like power yeah. that i think people are just dumb i think a lot yeah. of artists and and i was dumb at one point too but uh i think a lot of artists don't fail to recognize that like one we think shit moves a lot faster than it does yeah and roll reality and i think the thing is is i was talking to somebody about this earlier it's like you know you spend all this time like trying to find your chance or like trying to like you know I need if I could get on this show or if I can, you know, get on this song or like do this or do whatever. It's like we have to. It's on us to to create a certain yes amount of demand for ourselves. Until we do that, there's nothing that Scooter Braun or fucking anybody, anybody can do for us. I was you know? just talking. Doesn't matter this. how good you are, how shitty you are. Until you create that yes. demand yourself, yeah. then nothing can be done. I was just talking to my my producer who produced the next album i have a whole album 11 songs that are all classic rock analog recording Hell yeah. Fuck i'm yeah. talking classic like stones I mean, i'll play it for you after this yeah. and yeah. uh <laughs> and uh and uh what was i saying uh yeah the producer that my cope it was me and another guy dan yeah. shyman who did it all he was playing bass with me but now he's focusing on production and stuff you know he's got his own life yeah. uh and it was fun while it lasted you're not butthurt he, he's yeah. like 
you know, I'm not going to list his age, but he's a little older and, you know, he wants yeah. to focus on the production because he knows that's where he's going to make the, you know, the most money and build his career the most. But we were just talking about this on the phone. I was at Costco like two hours ago, getting some, getting some meats to grill up. Uh, yeah. And he was like, man, I just feel like a lot of these artists out here are just lost trying to grab at whatever's in front of them. He's like, I feel like what's so important is for you to know who you are as an artist. Exactly. And once you, know you do what you that, want to say. once you do that, like, I feel like it's just, it's it might not be the first album, might not be the second album, but it's bound to Eventually happen. it's going to hit. At one point, somebody's going to hear it and go, I want that. And once you quit giving a fuck, life becomes a lot That's easier. So true, man. You know? So true. I, I did that for a long time. You know, I feel like there's songs in my catalog where I was trying to sound like this artist or trying to be like that artist. Yeah. And then when I just said, fuck it, like, this song's funny. Like, my friends wrote it. Nothing will probably ever happen, but I don't give a shit. Like, let's just record it and put it out, you know? Yeah. And then, of course, it blew up and did what it did. And, like, you know, there's a lot. There's I think, for me, there's two kind of fans. You know, there's Dick Down and Dallas fans, and then there's Trey Lewis fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that my goal has always been to have – you know, if you come to the, a, sh a Trey Lewis show, a Dick Down Dallas fan, you're going to leave a Trey Lewis fan. Like, that's my MO, you know? That's great, man. And, that, I'm in the know, same boat. A lot of people are like, you know, um, you know, when are you going to put other songs out like Dick Down Dallas? Like, that ain't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not, it's not going to happen. So, like, yeah, your brain's not like, know, oh, let me make another song just make, like Dick Down Dallas. I want to be the next right now. fucking Wheeler Walker Jr., you know? Yeah, like, no. I'm a country artist. I've always been a country artist, but I mean, I'm always going to do shit that's funny. Like, there's a lot of comedy in my in my music videos and things like that. In so. the live show. And it's worked out, yeah. you know? Like, I, I wrote this other song called Single Again. It went number one on iTunes back I like in that January. One too. Yeah. Yeah. It's still got the fuck you, you know? I like that new one too. What, uh, uh, better if we not or what is oh, it? How, how about we, we don't how about we don't yeah, yeah thanks dude i appreciate that man <laughs> that's a good record dude I, um i wrote that with uh jake rose you know him mm -mm. he's in a rock band called new medicine you have to check him out it's a great name yeah new medicine yeah see baby j they did it all they new did medicine they did uh woodstock and all that shit back sh in the oh, so they're not like, woodstock but uh warp tour and all that yeah, stuff they, yeah they're, they're, they're he's from like OG. the 90s but like dude he 90s, started 2000s but like he started they've been through a couple of record deals but then like during covid he started posting the shit on tiktok and it's like become a whole new thing it's like you know it's like open up a whole new world you know yeah i mean that's a whole nother thing that demand you, you know, know people like to say that tiktok has this one like certain thing that it likes but then you go on the top 50 viral on tiktok and there's like spanish songs from like yeah. 80s on there and yeah. shit like it's no telling like if you're true to yourself eventually something's gonna hit yeah you know and you just gotta like you said don't care like do it because you enjoy it yeah don't focus on like i lost enjoyment for a while you know yeah. like the last album i put out i was so stressed about that shit and so stressed about you know the deal and what was going on in covid and canceling tour and all this shit that like it wasn't even fun to me anymore did you love it bonner 239 still my favorite ah yeah oh gee <laughs> yeah. i mean i mean you know it, it's it's like i had to get out of that yeah i had to get back to where i go like look i love this shit i love performing live i told my agent i just said this in in another podcast thing that i posted today if i could do 300 dates 
yeah. in, in 2023, I'd be happy. Like I want to be on the road consistently playing. And the same thing you said, if they, if I can show up with these people <laughs> expecting to hear cigarettes on patios nine times yeah. and play cigarettes on patios once as the encore yeah. with 10 other songs and they leave going, that was a great show. Yeah. I love all, I'm going to look up all your other stuff tonight. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win. You know? Yeah. And like we play five piece band with wedges, no yeah. in-ears. No click. Yeah, you told me about that. No fucking, I was like, that's fucking yeah. awesome. No, nothing, dude. Fucking rock and, rock and, roll. and roll. I'll tell you what, when you Damn. fuck up, people hear it. Well, but when you though. sound great. I mean, when you got the tracks and you fuck up, people hear it. When McElwain has the when McElwain has <laughs> whoa, the turn, whoa, 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 whoa. Fucking hell. I know. I was saying when McElwain has to turn off the track because I fucked something up and we have to play like a real band, people notice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course. Mm. I mean, I think it's also great because like in San Fran, we played we got screwed in San Fran. We played this small, like 250 cap. We only sold, I think I sold like a hundred tickets yeah. because Outside Lands announced that Friday. When we played, and I went, oh, I'm screwed. There's no way. Yeah. Even if I bring the biggest opener in town, it's still going to be like 150 yeah. people. But it was small. The first 60 knew all the lyrics. And we go in to one of these new records that I'll play you today because we play like two or three of the new the new records to start yeah. hyping them on tour and stuff. Yeah, and, and my guitar player goes in to play the first note of the solo. And it's Pops the string. Oh, damn. And so uh, that's when wedges are cool. Yeah. Because I'm not like looking at the drummer going, hey, yo, like stop, stop the click, yeah. stop the tracks. Right now we got to yeah. go like all live. We just went, I just started dancing around, yelling, yeah, yeah, get down, get yeah. down. And the yeah. bass player, boom, 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 boom. The drummer's yeah. going to a different, and we just screwed around for five, six minutes. Yeah. And after the show, he's so pissed. And my, my you know, my guitar player, he's a little wild. He's, yeah. he's one of those, you know, yeah. into the substances. Yeah. Not yeah. saying I'm not, I'm just saying yeah. on tour, I can't yeah. be. And yeah. so, and, and he's out, he's fuming. Yeah. So I can't believe I broke it. Dude. it was, and then he, he came back on it because he's tuning a new string and he can't hear it. He can't even hear what he's yeah, going to, so he's yeah. got to turn it on just for a second to hear it, and then it's falling out, and he's playing chords, and it's falling out, and he's pissed off because the next three songs start getting a little wonky. People after the show, I'm at my, I sell my own merch, so I'm yeah. sitting there after the show. And the last thing I say is, I'm selling my merch right over here. If you want a picture, if you want whatever, I'm just standing right fucking here. They come over, all these, I'm talking like 75 percent, 80 percent of the yeah. people who came up. They said their favorite part was when the string broke. Yeah. Cause it's real, dude. It's real. It's real. That's what people want. And like you got to improvise. That's how I am, dude. Like I don't ever. I don't see myself as like some kind of famous person or anything yeah. like that. You know. So when after my show's over, I go over to the merch table. I'll stand back there for fucking three hours. We've done. We've done but three I'm hours. Everybody's yeah. hands. If you it's want me to sign if your you're tits, buy a ticket, share my music. You know, I'll sign your tits. Whatever you want me to do. <laughs> you know. And yeah, I, I'm I telling do. you, that's like that's sign a baby's head once. That's some real stuff. I mean, until it gets to the point where like. Let's say you're selling out like Red Rocks. Yeah. And then you're standing at the merch table and you're going to miss your next date because yeah. you're standing at the merch table so long. Like, then I, it's a, like, okay, you stand there for yeah, like that's 30 when minutes. You sell, that's when you sell the meet and greets, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, but now while we're in the, I mean, I look at it as like, <laughs> yeah, I've had a successful song. I've had another song. I've had other songs do well, but like, I still see myself as I'm still in the trenches. Yeah, me you too. Know what I mean? Me too, man. I mean, especially now because. Like I said, I bounced around so much that like it's it's I feel like I'm opening a whole new can of worms here with yeah. the rock stuff. I mean, people heard it a little bit on Don't Give Me Problems, Give Me Wine, but like yeah. this is like yeah. shit sound the mix even sounds old. Yeah. You know, yeah. like not in a bad way, but just yeah. like 
it's so different that for me, I'm like, okay, I'm in this position where I got to prove that to my fans, like stick with me here yeah, or gain new fans, which is cool too. Yeah. And like see what happens with this album because it well, rocks it, in baby. It really so is. Good. I think it's coming back right now. Like it heavy. Is. I think it it's popping off right now, but I mean, we'll see. I, I, I think I'll always feel like I'm one step behind that yeah. I, where I really am, you know, cause yeah. I don't like, I don't know. I just love it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I just, I fell back in love with it after that tour run. Yeah. You know, and I was so stressed before that. What am I going to do with this? You know, it was in the middle of these tight negotiations with lawyers going back and forth and blah, 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 and all this shit. And I'm like, I went on tour and I'm like, oh, I get it. It's about the music. Yeah. Oh, Duh. Duh. You know, yeah. I'm like you feel stupid. Like, why You're do like, I forget? You yeah, know? it's crazy. But now I'm like, dude, I'm just hyped to be able to like record every day and like do this for yeah. a living. You know, it's, it's like, something we do for free, or we did blessing. do for free forever. It's, so, right? it's, it's a blessing, you yeah. know. So I mean, coming from I have a sports background where I wanted to be in the NBA and the NFL my whole life, and then going to music and being like, oh, I want to be there. Like I'm here. At yeah. the same time that you say uh, you still feel like you're in the trenches, I feel like I'm in the trenches, but at the same time, I feel like I'm here. Yeah, exactly. You know, like I don't feel like I'm way better than anybody else. Yeah. I feel like I'm in the trenches in that capacity and yeah. that I got to work hard and keep working hard. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, man, my life's made. I can, hey, I'm, like, I'm exactly like where I've always wanted to be, and that's yeah. just to have a chance. Exactly. Doing this. Exactly, yeah. man. And like, like I, a fighting chance to and like. And you do. know, if you are playing shows right now and you're releasing genuine music, this chance will probably provide you the next 30 years of your life. Yeah. Because people, the one thing that the digital era can't change about what's going on in the world and what has always gone on is that live music will and f will always be. Yeah. I mean, until we're fucking robots or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> until, uh, what's the new thing? The not current monkey pox. Yeah. Monkey pox. Yeah. yeah. My sister texted me the other day, you know, she gets like way out of hand with shit. She was like, mark my words. Well, the world country will be shut down by December. You know, I'm just like, chill yeah, out, man. chill out. Another chill reason out. I left LA. That shit is just like, yeah. Yeah. What was it like going from Florida to LA in that time? Cause you're going from a spot where you can pretty much do anything to where spot where you can't do anything when covid starts i mean look <laughs> i grew up in fort my i'm looking at the camera this is this is, this is going to be borderline risky here give it to i them. grew up in fort myers florida you can kind of guess where i lie on a maybe political political yeah. economic social spectrum i think that the problem with la is that you got this huge white community white yeah. right that are making all these decisions for everybody yeah. and they think they're making the right decisions and they're not even asking the other people how they feel. They're just making the decision. And my whole problem with that is that you get stuck with, I mean, look, Florida was shut down for a week, a week. And then you had to wear your mask in publics. You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. like LA up to like six months ago was shut down. Like you can't even now, like you got, you can't get into certain places without a Vax card. Yeah. You, did, you know, dude. I'm from New York. I get it. Oh, same you, you same get shit up it, there. Man. I've been down here, but I my, get it. And my brother, you know, my brother lives in San Jose. He's actually moving to Virginia. now. he just got uh, a great job at, at uh, UVA, but hell yeah. But he was the director of nurse. I got three half brothers. They're a yeah. lot old. My dad's 71. So wow. they're a lot older than me. My, the brother I'm talking about, I think he's in his, I don't even know, late 40s. So you're a mistake is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, I'm a mistake. <laughs> My dad got a vasectomy right after yeah. me, man. Uh, it's a true story. Uh, yeah. No, but he, he was the director of nursing oncology at Stanford. Super smart guy. 
And he had told me, and he leans a little bit left, you know, which is fine. Uh, I don't judge. But uh, he told me, he's like, the whole reason that the first quarantine was started was so that hospitals could get prepared and catch up. And as soon as the media took it, yeah, it was just they no blew it out like, oh, this is getting drastically bad. And it wasn't. It really wasn't yet. Yeah. And then once that hit, the testing came. And Dude. then once the testing came, of course, LA and New York are going to be crazy numbers. What do you think? First of all, there's 16 million people in LA. Second of all, half of these people are taking six tests a freaking week just to work. <laughs> there was people uh, in Loves the other day that that were like working behind the counter that said that they either had COVID or were getting over COVID that their doctor just told them to go back to work. Now it's like not even a thing. <laughs> oh, dude, I just have a yeah, fucking yeah. mask That's on. what I'm saying. Dude, the, that's on the CDC now. They yeah. said it's it's a it's basically a cold. A cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they said it's it's not yeah. no longer mandatory to, yeah. to, to I mean, I've had it three times. Yeah, I've, I'm, I've, I'm, I've had, I'm had it three times. Remember the guy um, at Five Guys in like the space suit, the hazmat dude, suit? Dude, this guy had on like a motorcycle <laughs> helmet, like homemade cloth, like thing, it was it, ridiculous. It looked like, it looked like, like uh, whatever some music like, video ideas from like, that one, like Homer, like Homer Simpson, like yeah, them, yeah, yeah. Um, like in the hazmat yeah. suits and stuff. Dude was in Five Guys in Virginia, just or in Pennsylvania. Like, bro, how are you gonna, like how gonna even eat your? I feel like that's how you gonna eat your burger. The problem is yeah. that he's at Five Guys, not that he's got a goddamn hazmat. Hey, five got Five Guys, fuck. Hey, it five is. Guys is good. Yeah, yeah no, I know what you're saying. Though. I know what you're saying. You know, and I'm not discounting the people who did pass away. Rest in peace. But like. Come on, bro. Yeah. No, uh, no, look at the numbers. Ridiculous. Look at the real numbers of what's going on. And then you get started in like California and the taxes, the politics. You got oh, this freaking guy. I get it, got bro. Scone. Like, bro, it's just like. <laughs> a lot of people got the fuck out of California. They're, and they're leaving. And they're, and, and they're coming here. And, and I'll Texas. tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. I loved Los Angeles. Okay. Love a little strong word. I really liked Los Angeles <laughs> yeah. when I moved there in yeah. 2019. Yeah. 2019. Yeah. When I just went back to the, to play at the Echo, which was a great show for us, sold out show over capacity, it was amazing. Awesome. And and I went back there and and just hung out with my friends. I just went and I looked around and I went, this is not the same. Yeah. Because all these artists and all the emotion and the energy, and I'm a big believer of energy, that was there. And, and it had this like huge, like, we're all doing this great thing together and we're going to make art, you know, better art and make the world a better place, whatever. It just died because all these, the only people you have left in, in LA are the people who could afford to live there. Yeah. The people who were striving to be able to afford to live there left. Yeah. I mean, half of them moved to Austin and Miami. Yeah. You know, uh, what's and, the, what's the podcast guy's name? Uh, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Joe Rogan. He was like, I'm fucking out. Bro. A lot of them, a lot of them left like LA. Him. He's yeah. had the smartest decision of his life too. Where's he at now? He's opening up. Where's he at now? It's about to open, I think, in Austin. He's got a, he opened, uh, He's building a whole comedy, like kind of like the comedy store in LA. He's building a whole comedy room. Just he, should to bring build, in he should build me a studio out in Greenbrier. A little sneeze in there. Yeah. Have you, have you been down to Austin, Texas? You yeah, fuck with Austin? Uh, we played a show there. It was dope. Um, I like Nashville more. Yeah, that's how I, I feel too. I think Austin has the infrastructure. When I look around, I'm like, oh, this is like a little mini LA already, and it's just going to get worse. I think Nashville, like at least. Yeah, watch for the chicken guy. Did you ever see the chicken guy oh, in Austin? Oh, he likes to pee on people's buses. He peed on the side of our bus, naked dude with a rooster on his shoulder. Apparently, it's like a thing he does. Hey, we have this. Uh, we have this segment here that we do. Yeah, yeah. And Let's it's, do it. uh, it's called "Real or Fake Song Titles." Okay. This is part two. So, um, I'm supposed to say "Real or Fake." Yeah, right? "Real or Fake." Y'all, you haven't seen it. You, haven't no. seen it. you play it with us too, Bob. <laughs> all right, get cooking or start looking for a new man. Oh, real or fake? 
That's so specific. It has to be real. I'm going to say real. It's fake. Fuck. Oh, oh, man. Good job, Ross. What were you going to say, bro? I, I was going to go of fake. Course it does, you are. Of course it you are. It does sound like an old Dolly Parton song. But. Good job, Ross. <laughs> hey, honestly, any of these that are fake, though, shoot them over yeah, to me. Just, we'll just ride <laughs> just together, right me. <laughs> um, my ding-a-ling. Oh, that's, that's real. That's yeah. a real that's one. Real. Chuck Berry. That was easy. <laughs> um, Cowboys are frequently, secretly fond of each other. That's fake. It's false. That's fake. It's real. I, I was going to say. Oh. I got to be quick with these. What is it called? It says Cowboys are frequently, secretly fond of each other. Willie Nelson? Willie was on that good, good. That his when he wrote that one. <laughs> Willie's <laughs> reserve. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, here we That's go. Great, great time. Um, <laughs> damn, you got another call blowing up. You TikTok, need to answer it? TikTok. Oh, it's TikTok. TikTok alarm. Um, that I haven't done in a month. Is that to get live or what? <laughs> no, to post just one. Post one. Yeah. I was posting three times a day, and now I'm posting zero times a day. Yeah. But I'm just like, I want to, like I said, I want to get back to this. But yeah. until I'm ready to drop the new music, I struggle with it because I just feel like I'm wasting my time. I get it, but you never know when something's going to fucking I go know, super viral, and then you're fucking cigarettes right, and give patios. Me a <laughs> no, yeah, you Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um. Damn, we should have got you on the remix of Dig Down in Dallas. That's what we should have done. Remix number cool. two. Remix number <laughs> I'll two. I'll do it. That would have been fun. I'm in. Um, from Indies to Andes in his undies. That's real. Yeah. That's real. That's real. You got it. Who, song, who sings it? Huger Hot Shots. Huger, the Huger Hot Shots. Huger Man. Brothers? Shout out to the Huger Brothers. <laughs> All right. Um, give me back that ring. I'm buying a boat. I was going to say real. That sounds like a Brad Paisley song. It's real. I'm it's saying, fake, but we should definitely write it. That sounds yeah. like a Trey Lewis <laughs> song all right. Paisley. It Give me sound. back that ring. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm buying a boat. <laughs> or something like that. You got to cut that anger on that. Give me that ring. I'm buying a boat, bitch. That's how it should go, like that. Who is that man? Who is that man I called my uncle? That's real. Yeah, I'll say real. False. That's fake. False. Are you reading the screen over No, nah, I can't see that far. Right. Yeah, it's fake. <laughs> Hit him with that 2020 vision, baby. Um, <laughs> it came from Ross, that motherfucker's from Alabama. <laughs> what you say? He said, Ross, that motherfucker from Alabama. <laughs> Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. That's real. Oh, that's real. That's real. I've, I've heard that song. You know, I'm starting to think they're all fucking real. John Diver. Yeah, I was just, I've real. heard that song. Please, John Daddy, Diver. don't get drunk this Christmas. I my head hurts. My feet stink. And I don't love Jesus. That's well, fake. That's false. That's Burrell. That's What did y'all say? That's uh, fake. That's fake. That's real. I want to say it's real. It's real. It's a Jimmy Buffett song. Yeah. Oh, my. What is it called? It's called uh, My Head Hurts, My Feet Stink, and I Don't Love Jesus. <laughs> he's got, really wasting away. Dude, we got a creative he's playlist. He's wasting away, and he's yeah, yeah, we, should, we should make a playlist. That's a great playlist. promo. Yeah. The wildest names. Yeah. yeah, just from the segment, the real songs. That's Hide the Bible, smart. Daddy's coming home. <laughs> That's false. That's real. That's real. I'll That's say false. Real. Miss Gucci. Uh, Ross on some bullshit. Ross, Ross dropping hits out. That here. sounds like a great one. Yeah. It does. I'd listen to it. I got a song called Daddy's Coming Home. Yeah. Do you? Is it on Fucked the new up record? Story. You should listen. No, no, it's out. Okay. It was on the last album. Have you heard it? I don't think so. Dude, you should listen to are it. You, are, are you the daddy that's coming home? No. Dude, no. So ends up we'll get back killed. to this, but when you <laughs> messaged me originally, right, I messaged you or you messaged me on, I think it was like a dick down in Dallas thing. Yeah, when, I when think the, I messaged you. When the song I, I, I had first to. came out. 
I was like, I, had a message I was like, because like, dude, I mean, right when I wasn't even verified when Dick Down Dallas popped off, like I had twenty five hundred followers. I think we had eight thousand. Here's what happened. I think some girl from Fort Myers that I was seeing at the time, yeah, seeing, uh, showed me the record. And oh, I was really? like, what the hell is this? What is this? Yeah. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure that I reached out to you. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember that. You were way, like, you didn't, weren't verified. You were early. Yeah, yeah early I had like on. 20. I had probably, le- what, maybe how like many 8,000 maybe. Maybe like 8,000 followers. Probably somewhere around there. And, um, and then I like wasn't even. I think when you messaged me, I wasn't even verified, and like I didn't know who you were. You know, just there's so much music out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and Bonner was like, "Dude, that's Baby Jake." So like Bonner <laughs> listens, like has known who you are for a long time. He's a huge that's fan, my boy. Yeah. He so. also gave me the best basketball courts in Nashville. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I want to hit it up. And then I broke my finger, dude. Fourth of July, nobody was there when we went. Dude, to play. you could definitely dunk on Jake. We Bonner, tried to play Bonner together on the Fourth of July. Yeah. We showed up. Nobody else was there. Really? Nobody, dude. Just you and him. Basically, yeah. <laughs> I checked uh, Rose. Uh, which one? Did I? I checked Severe Park. And I checked check. the other one. Yeah, yeah. maybe I had Nobody. that flip. But no, I no. thought people would have been there because it was like early. We went early too, right? Yeah, we went about ten. 11. I was like, come on, people got to be outside. Damn. But everybody was on Broadway already, probably. Yeah, we still got to get one in. And then I broke my finger. Damn. Are you are you a big basketball fan? Like, do you follow the NBA and no. all that shit? Or do you no? think? No, uh, no. So you but did, you did play basketball. I love basketball, but I don't. Follow, I could not follow that stuff. I would get way too into it, and then so my life like, would yeah, be. So, like, you get the question a lot, like, and you get to say yes. So like, you're tall. Did you play basketball? Yeah, yeah. I get to say yes. <laughs> uh, you know what my answer? I was better is? at football, but hey, what's your answer? No, nah, I did drugs. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting dick down and down. Yeah, that's what they asked me. They're like, "Did you play basketball?" I'm like, "No, nah, I did drugs." It's like they just don't know what to, to be say. Like, Fuck you and scare you at the same time. I you did, know what I mean? I didn't even go to high school. That's, I didn't even go. I dropped out. That's Fuck great, off, man. Um, all right, let's see. Um, I'm miserable without you. It's just like having you around. That's, that's real. That's your real. Life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, right? a, that's a nah, real. That's a that's like an eighties country song. Let's say real. It's fake already. It's uh, Billy Walker. Okay, good. that's real. Yeah, that's real. I've had a lot more real ones. This Boyd's time. cousin. Well, Boyd's <laughs> Who cousin. finds these? Uh, my uh, my manager. He puts them. Him and my and Ross. He's like his. He's my manager's assistant, basically. The assistant too. The assistant. It's like the white shirt. Um, Michael Scott situation. <laughs> puts them all together. <laughs> um, don't eat the yellow snow. Oh, that's that's real. real. I've heard that one. Frank Zappa. Was put in yeah. there two weeks ago. He's a wild one, man. Frank Zappa. Yeah, yeah, he's out there. My that ass. music is sorry, sorry, not <laughs> go ahead. That. I was yeah. just gonna say that music is like talk about somebody who's up and down. Yeah, everywhere. We live in a world now where you can do it all, though. It is true. It really is true. Yeah. My ass itches. What you looking at? That's fake. False. They got that off. It's gotta be fake. That's that's something you would say. I like that though. <laughs> yeah. If it is fake, that's a, another good one. Yeah. I, I'm gonna say real just to be devil's advocate. It's fake, but I would do my butt itches. What you looking at? <laughs> no, like my butt itches. What the fuck you looking at? <laughs> that would be the way to do it, right? Yeah. We, we only got one non-explicit song out right now. All right. Let me tell you about all my problems and all the things I do for you. Oh, that's brutal. real. Real. That's a long fucking. That's real. It's long a long title, title but yeah, it could th- be real. I thought about doing that one time, like just a super, like a fucking paragraph of a title. Just like a long ass. <laughs> that's some like 1975 shit, though. Yeah, that's true. Those guys are. 
Well, yeah. he did like it. I'm not a huge 1975. It says yeah. real in parentheses, Matt Burrell. That's why I, I called it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was the funniest part about it. I was just trying to keep it under wraps. I called it. <laughs> and that was from Alex. So that yeah. was a fuck you from Alex. There Let me tell go. you about all my problems and all the things I do for you. <laughs> Burrell had this girlfriend, like, I don't know. He And we'd be out on tour and he'd just be like telling me all his problems. And I'd be like, man, I don't want to hear this shit, dude. You know, but we're friends, so it's all yeah. good. It's all man, good. having a girlfriend on tour, huh? Yeah, I've had a girlfriend on and off ever since Stick Down to Alice came out. What does on and off mean? Well, I mean, we like broke up I mean, like just, 10 times. Just listen you know? to the last five songs he's <laughs> yeah. put out. Yeah, it tells yeah. the whole relationship. My ex came <laughs> yeah. over last Looks like night. I'm single again. Yeah. How about we don't? Yeah. <laughs> They're all about her. I wrote a lot of songs about her. but You guys were together for a long time, though, right? We've been together for on and off for two years. Right now, we're talking. We're trying to figure things out, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, me and my girlfriend were together for about a year and a half. And yeah. as soon as I went on tour... When I went on the little mini tour for yeah. like a week, it already started. And then once we got into the real tour, I was like, man, this is like intense to keep up with this. It's yeah. tough. Like, I don't feel like it's really doable. It ain't really about shows and hoes. It's just tough to like be in a relationship. And be it's on the road. tough for people to understand that like for an artist, like it's so easy for people, even after you tell them how it is, yeah. they still think that you just get on the stage at 10 p.m., play the show and you're done and you just fuck around yeah and that's not it you get you know how it is you get there at four you Let sound in. check you got your vip meet and greets at 6 30 you got to go eat the band's got to load in everybody's got to load at least for me and like, then you have a bat you have a well, you have a, a week run worth of terrible shows and yeah. then you ask yourself what the fuck am i doing with my life yes. and you're depressed yes and like no i don't want to talk to you i don't want to look at you it's i tough. just want to go in my room and put myself under the covers and not talk to anybody. I mean, it's also like, you're traveling with yeah. like, I'm, I'm with like five dudes all the yeah. time. Uh, we're, I don't we're, we're, we're like nine, 10 deep. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. 11. See, that's probably going to be in the spring. Like, like, it's like you know, I don't know. For me, it's just like, even, you know, even it, you even having a song as big as Dick Down in Dallas, I mean, you're still going to play shows that aren't that great. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, and so then sometimes you're depressed. So I think it's just like trying to find like that balance is always like a hard thing that I've always struggled with. I just you know? realized like how much I don't want to fucking talk to people when I'm on tour. <laughs> like I'm in it and that's yeah. it. You know, I have two I'm, phones now. I'm focused. That's smart. That's, just, that's just, smart. This thing, I'll just, this phone, I'll just turn off or leave it at the house and bring my other phone out. That's only smart. a few people have that number. Not That's far smart. behind you on that Who, one. And, and what, and people are, are, are doing your, your socials for you. Uh, Bonner does my socials. Um, like I, you're posting and stuff. I am. Yeah. That's smart. I, I, run, do that. I run my TikTok for the most part because that's just kind of like a user such a, I feel like it's such a personal app to use, you know? Um, and then I have another guy that helps with the TikTok stuff, but he does most. He, yeah, did the I mean, announce today. Sketch, yeah, he did the announce today for the new song we got coming out. And um, he's kind of does like a little marketing plan for like two or three weeks out, sends it to the team, make sure everybody's good with yeah. it. And Man, that's sick. Takes trade. They have a meeting once it. a week with assembly yeah, to like. Very internally I'm, operated. I'm not like in on the call. Who, who do you work with mainly at, at, at assembly? We got a new team, uh, Sydney, Adam, and Michael. Okay, I don't know. We I, had Kate Michael, on our team. Who? Kate was on our team as well. I know. I know. Adam Zink, right? Yeah. Yes. Zink. So is he? 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 Prim I don't even know. I, I guess he primarily does the marketing stuff, right? Yes. From my understanding. 
So yeah, you like we, them? They're good. Yeah, they're great. We met Adam. Through, now it's the time to talk about them. If you yeah. want, yeah. <laughs> we met Adam through. Um, there's a guy named Rashad. Uh, he's that, like a, that he's featured a, on yeah him. on Dick Down in Dallas. Okay. His uh, his uh, manager is a guy named Johnny. I can't think of Johnny's last name. Anyways, he's like a LA guy. He manages a couple of different artists, but he he seemed like he had his shit together. So. He, he referred like dude for a long time we were having a hard time finding a marketing agency that would take on the dick down in dallas guy like in country music because what they were just they they didn't they thought it was too vulgar yeah taboo i guess yeah, yeah there was definitely some like black sheep kind of shit. kind of vibes going when on when i heard that wild. shit i was like this is gonna be huge I, when i heard it it wasn't even popping yet i was like maybe like a million streams or something i was like yeah. this is gonna be fucking huge we're platinum now baby we're waiting on the plaques. Hell, I'm trying to get gold. I just got my gold <laughs> Me too. the other day. Yeah. I, took, I told Trey, I that's not all. I went to, we went to this. There's this bar called the Rusty Nail in uh-huh. Hermitage. Uh-huh. It's just like a little dive bar. And uh, two of the writers on the song were playing up there last night. I brought them their plaques and their... They still get a monthly check for me for like royalties and stuff. That's sick, though, that you brought so it, brought up, it to up, up to them while, them. They were, yeah. while they were playing? While they were playing, yeah. Man, that's crazy. I wonder. I don't know what cigarettes on patios went gold maybe like a year ago. I don't yeah, know what it's that's great. what it's at. It's probably platinum now. I hope. Yeah. How many streams does it have now on Spotify? One hundred and seventeen thousand. Twenty oh, yeah, million. That's yeah. like way past. Yeah, I guess you I, think? Had, I missed like six. I don't think. I think it hit platinum between all. Yeah, like, yeah. Down's only like eighty three. Yeah, but I think those sales count for more. Those, those sales count, but then you also got to look at what it's, Apple is and Amazon is. Yeah, some yeah. songs. What's your Am- Apple shit at? So uh, I don't, I don't have even a clue because like Apple will push certain it's songs less, more though, than yeah. less. Yeah, my Apple's only at like probably thirty million or something yeah. like that compared to Spotify. Yeah, and, and then, then, did you have that you song on that, SoundCloud too? Because that might count yeah, for something SoundCloud's as well. SoundCloud maybe like three million or four Does million. That, no, it all adds up. But I think I I swear to God I don't think it went like gold until until like ninety million streams or something. Yeah. For Do you me. think that song just keeps going? Like people it keep discovering to, it. It's no, it started to die down now. It started to die which down, which I'm kind of happy about. Yeah, because it's kind of lining up with the timing of me releasing the new stuff. And this first record I'm going to put out, I think, is just going to slam. If I if I I'm going to like push this shit like I never pushed a record. Were you nervous life. when after that song came out? Like, well, fuck, what if I can't get another one? No, no, you were never, never worried about, about it. That? No, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I mean, no. I had other ones. They weren't as big. Yeah. But the Confidant and the Head in the Cloud records and the Touch record with Dylan were all big. Actually, more people on my shows, like, uh, I think that more people on my, like, if I'm going to go play Lollapalooza. That's a two different kind of fans thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Lollapalooza people, they all know cigarettes on patios. That's what they're there for. But then when you go to, like, you know, Denver playing a 250 cap at Globe Hall in Denver. They know the these shit. 250 people. They know Confidant and Hen the Clouds and Bread and Butter and all these records off of that yeah. that first EP. Like more, like some of them don't even know cigarettes on yeah. patios. Yeah, which but is crazy. That's a cool thing I've I've learned too about like with my stuff is like <clears throat> I'll go play just like a writer's round or I'll go play this or like they'll come to my show and like single again. It's the second song in the set, so we're playing a you know another hit right off the rip and they're like you can see people in the crowd they're like oh he sings this song too you know you sing Dick Down in Dallas first yeah, no I sing that at the end of the set yeah. the single again the single like a middle yeah, finger yeah. thing we play that the second song in the set and but like pe- you'll see people in the crowd and they'll be like oh he sings this song too 
you know that's crazy like people just don't know you know it's crazy like that's that's what the digital thing is too you know it's like we're so i feel like music's so oversaturated these days and like that's one of the reasons i wanted to start this podcast is because it you know you know it's like co-wetzel like they want to go to fucking Co Wessel show to get fucked up and have a good time. Like yes. they love the music, but yeah. they love him as a person. It's oh, an yeah. experience, you know? big time. That's true. So it's like, the, I think the New York Times said it, at one point there was sixty thousand songs getting released a day. That's crazy. Worldwide. So when's this record dropping, my man? <sighs> we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. <laughs> I don't know which camera to look at. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Um, right hopefully, we start dropping singles in February. Yeah. That's been my goal. Singles, how many songs are we thinking? There's 11 thinking songs. Like 11 and then deluxe later or what? No, nah, just 11 flat. 11, so, yeah, 11, 11 flat. flat. I mean, <laughs> maybe deluxe. I got this record that I started working on like two days ago that just, it, it's, you, you like gypsy jazz music? Yeah. I'm it's, into all kinds of shit. Yeah. So it's a, it's like a gypsy jazz progression. I actually started writing it with that guy, Alex Lambert. Yeah. And I never co-write ever. 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 All yeah. my shit I write alone. And I was just like, yo, let's just write this together, you know? Yeah. And the first four lyrics, I was like, oh, this is big time. It's like yeah. this gypsy jazz. I sound like Frank Sinatra on this Fuck shit. Fuck yeah. Kroner yeah. shit. so different, let's you know? Go. Yeah. And it's like, it's that vulgar shit because I'm into that. Yeah. The lyrics are like, everybody, everybody talks about me on the street. Yeah. I've been fucking like a dog. But a good boy's gotta eat. Hey, you know what I mean? Like, yes. go. But I feel like that's the type of shit that like people might listen to and go like, "Well, this is like different," you know? Because yeah. I don't know. I just like, I'm not into the whole pop realm of like keep everything so like cookie cutter, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know. But yeah, hopefully February, and yeah. then March gets you know another single. I mean, we start the tour like second week of March, and then I'm trying to push it till like end of April. Yeah. and go on like a big like two month run they're, they're, it's still all undersells they're all like except for like New York we're gonna do like a thousand cap mm-hmm. LA will do uh, two nights at the Roxy like yeah. stuff like that but then all these other places like 300 caps maybe like 400 Roxy, caps Roxy dude that's legendary yeah I'm excited man I'm just like I just wanna I just want to make sure for the first time I've, I've always been like rushing to get singles and records out. Like yeah. I'm always like trying to, Oh, let's get it. You know, cause of the artist thing where you're just like, oh, I want it out now. And now for the first time I'm taking a step back and I'm like, yo, this is a great project. I love, I don't give a fuck what song of the 11 songs is a single. That's how yeah. much I love every record. And this is the first time in my life. I think since maybe like that, don't give me, give me problems, give me wine, which even like three of those records, I don't even love this album. I'm like, I love every song and I'm not sick of any of them. I probably listened to them and performed at this point, like 10,000 fucking times, you know, like at least listen to it. Cause I'm a part of the production, the writing, the mixing, the mastering, I'm doing all that shit. Getting paid on all fronts, baby. And and so, uh, yeah, that's the goal. And so, uh, and, and yeah, that's smart. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited, man. I just like want to, my next goal is to self-produce the next project. Yeah. which we'll see if that happens or not or if I beat my fucking head against a wall before yeah. I get get it finished. Yeah, that's a scary thing to think about. But it's just like... But when, if, you, if you put your mind to it, man, you'll do Yeah, that. it's hard to tell when is enough and when's not enough. Yeah. Like, that's a very difficult thing for me because I hear songs that I love. Like, I'm a huge Stones fan. Stones yeah. are my favorite band of all time. I think they're the best band of all time. And when I listen to like, it just clicked in my ear six months ago when my producer friend Danny 
had mentioned it to me. He's like, I was like, yeah, you know, like the drums and sympathy for a devil. He's like, what drums? And I'm like, what do you mean? What drums? And I listen back to it and it's just shakers. Yeah. The whole, there's a snare and a kick and they're like minus 30 dBs in yeah. the mix. You barely hear them. You just feel it. And it's, there's so much energy going on, but it's just shakers. Yeah. You know? And I was just thinking, I'm like, man, so many songs out here that are like the Beatles were doing weird shit, like throwing vocals all the way to the right, throwing drums all the way to the left. And these records were doing like huge hit numbers and just moving around. I love that stuff. Yeah. I, I'm just trying to get experimental, but I don't want to like fall off the cliff yeah. of like, oh, okay, this shit's now too weird. To yeah. There's, yeah to. There, there's a line. There's a to tell. line Did yeah. you like the last, do you ever listen to Sturgill Simpson? Mm -mm. You haven't ever got dove into that? Do you need to take a trip through that? So the first literally a trip through it. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so the first the first record's like super hilltop like hill hilltop mountain. Hilltop mountain's like super like country and western, like um almost bluegrassy. Almost no no way. Way. I it's got more that like, it's more like, like it's like it's like telly just yeah. like straight up and then uh Meta modern sounds, modern modern country, sounds music. Of country music is it's like trippy as fuck it's trippy as fuck it's great and then his next record is, is more like um kind of has like the horns and that kind of elvis vibe to it it's more jammy it's so more this guy jammy. is all over the place yeah. Yeah. And then he put out two bluegrass and records. then he put two bluegrass records out and then he put like a rock and roll record out that's completely instrumental there's is there there's no words in there right? i don't think so yeah maybe i have her i know the name yeah. turtle simpson i don't know it's if definitely I'm, worth it dude i mean he's he's, he's one but Grammys that was his thing stuff. he said i'm gonna make seven concept albums and then after that i'm just gonna produce other artists and that's what he's done that's fucking cool. And now, man. And now he's got all the. And he doesn't and, give a fuck, dude. And he sold out shows all over the place. It's funny. He actually picketed outside. He set up like a tip jar outside the uh, CMA Awards um, outside of Bridgestone because he didn't get the the invite or whatever. He's a little left of center and uh, musically. So wow. he he set up like a tip bucket outside and was just playing acoustic. That's <laughs> so the award funny. Show. That's, yeah. See, that's cool shit, man. Yeah. He's, he's badass, dude. I would love to do stuff like that. One, he's a one of a kind kind of dude. Isn't it interesting, too? Like, those type of guys that there's like people with cult follow like there's this new artist called Dijon you ever heard of him mm -mm. he's kind of like this I don't even know how to describe his music like R&B meets kind of similar to like Dominic Fike type stuff but yeah. different he did a go ahead and, and uh, this guy has like maybe two million monthly listeners which is, isn't like too crazy mm -hmm. and like he can go out and sell like four thousand tickets it's badass it's crazy it's like this cult it's funny how some of these people have like these cult followings yeah that they'll just follow you wherever you go you know it's like Greta Van Fleet even those guys they got like what three million monthly listeners and they yeah. can sell out Red Rocks yeah it's like holy a hell of a shit career too. man you know what are you listening to Stones what am I listening to uh yeah old shit and the shit that I work on every day, yeah. really, I mean, uh, demo jail, yeah, demo jail, demos, like literally, <laughs> that that's that's what I'm listening to yeah. because I've been in back to back sessions and I found a couple. There's this girl, she actually works at the alternative radio station here. Her name's Chelsea, and her band's name is Chelsea, like C H L S Y, and uh, and they make alternative music and I and I like their stuff a lot. And I was just like, hey, let's you know get in and write. And we started writing some records that I'm like stoked about you know because i don't yeah. get to work on like 90s nirvana like esque rock that often and like i just been in that shit you know and i'm getting to the point where i know how i want my drums mic'd up in my studio and i know how everything you know i, I want to get to the point where i could just bring in like great players and make crazy live records for people with great players just bring yeah. the whole fucking band in rehearse for like two hours record a whole thing live oh, also yeah. i got this thing where like 
not the sting because I'm working with other artists that, you know, comp vocals and shit, but like this girl will just sing the whole song six times and we'll pick the best one. That's great. And like, they're all 97% on point, you know, like you might have a couple sharp notes, couple flat notes, but they hit in like a natural place, you know? And it's just like, we record the whole song all the way through and it just like, I, I fell in love with this push and pull of music. It's actually... If you, you guys know Four Non Blondes, yeah. hey, what's going on? Yeah. So that woman I worked with her, Linda Perry, yeah. she's actually like kind of a mentor to me. And we were in this fight during our recording session during COVID. And she's, I got a fucking glass wall in front of me. She's wearing a mask. And I'm sitting over here on this guitar. And I nailed the intro. It was a long song, like a five-minute record. And I nailed the intro. I nailed the first verse. And I nailed the first hook. So I'm like three minutes in. I'm like, just fly the verse. Because the timing is perfect. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, what do you mean you're not going to do that? She's like, you're lucky I'm letting you even punch. And I was like, what do you mean you're lucky I'm let you, you let me yeah. even punch? Just fly the fucking verse. We got in a fight over this. And at the end of it, she goes, and at the time I was like, man, fuck this woman. you know. Yeah. But she said, music's all about push and pull, Jake. And it didn't click. And then like a week later, I forgot I was listening to somebody or something live. And I was like, oh, music's all about push and pull. And now I just fell in love with mistakes yeah because i tried to make shit so perfect for so long and then i realized wait if the drums are a little off and the guitar's a little off and the bass is a little off but they're all off together yeah it works you're speaking bonner's language i mean it's so true like, I'll, send him some shit and, and, and I'll send him some shit and i'll be like what do you think about this he's like ah, it's too perfect I mess up at least once a show. So. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, it's just, he's yeah. like, I'm sober and I still mess up. I yeah, feel he, like, won't, he doesn't even listen to Adele. He's like, it's too perfect. I just, I want that like raw fucking, I want to feel like I'm, I want to feel it. Well, you know, there's people like, uh, uh, you know that band Unknown Mortal Orchestra? I don't think so. You should, they got some interesting stuff. I just got showed them today earlier, earlier by the, by the new drummer actually in my band who, yeah. was, who I ended up hiring. He was like, check this band out. You'll like them. And these guys, I guess it's one guy. He's like playing. It's like so perfectly off mm. that it doesn't feel off at all. You don't yeah. even notice it's off. Like even on those old Van Morrison records like Gloria and Tupelo Honey, there's a section of Tupelo Honey where the drum fill is like, I'm not talking like milliseconds off. I'm talking like seconds it's off. off. <laughs> and you don't even hear it yeah. because the way that the band was playing together just worked for the guy to be late. Yeah. You know, and like he knew that he had that leverage in that pocket to yeah. do that. I still can't believe that he listened to the 2013 record. Yeah. Country boy crazy. <laughs> I like the picture. You're all clean shaven and yeah. shit. Got some, got, some, got some hair. Yeah. Yeah. I was married then. It really? Yeah. <laughs> I was married for six years. That's for another That's for another episode. Yeah. But dude, <laughs> thanks for coming on the podcast yeah, today. No I appreciate problem. Thanks it, for man. having me. I appreciate um, talking to you guys, man. What, so your Instagram, it's a baby Jake. <laughs> yeah, my Instagram. Is it's baby it's baby jake my twitter's it's baby jake and maybe by the time this comes out it'll be a different name but probably not yeah <laughs> so y'all go follow him and uh buy his pre-order pre-save his music yes, before it comes please. out and if you haven't heard his music or his catalog it's all on spotify everywhere you get music it's really good me and bonner listen to it a lot when we're on the rhapsody road. All that good stuff. Rap City, hell yeah. Napster. Napster. <laughs> LimeWire, baby. Um, you could illegally download my music at LimeWire. Yeah. <laughs> YouTube MP3. Oh, wait. Isn't LimeWire like a real thing now, though? It's like they a brought it back. Sorry. Platform. I'm getting yeah. back in the yeah. combo. <laughs> but, anyways, right. but anyways, thank y'all for uh, watching the podcast or listening, whichever you're doing. And uh, 
uh, rate and subscribe, and uh, we'll see y'all later. Peace out. Thumbs up. Quit getting lost in your